Intelligent Infinity. Fractaling and finding. Fractal, find. Fractal, find. Fractal, find. So pumped to unpack this. We got a couple cool visuals that I'm going to go over and a bunch of awesome notes as well. So let's jump in. Intelligent infinity, the source of infinite possibilities. That's you. You are the source of infinite possibilities. You're not the person. You're not the body. You're not your thoughts and your perceptions and your feelings and your beliefs and your emotions. You're not the costume. You gain a little bit of subtlety and you move away from being the person and you become awareness itself. You become more formless instead of form bound. Then you recognize that awareness itself is actually impersonal. It's shared and it's eternal. And that it's endlessly the agent, the observer, the witness, that which experiences all that we create endlessly as the transient finite creations. And then you gain even more subtlety. And you turn even awareness into an object and transcend even awareness, the first and the last attribute to the ineffable absolute. You are that source of infinite possibility. That is you. That is your true nature. You are that. The nature of that is this. This creation right here, right now, appearing, happening, is that. This is the absolute. We just forget and play hide and seek. We remember. So now you've gained this little breadcrumb trail away from the person towards the subtlety of awareness and towards even more subtlety of the absolute. You are the source of infinite possibilities. Intelligent infinity is self-comprehending its infinitude. Okay, so I, I, intelligent infinity, self-comprehending its infinitude. Let's say that again. I, I, intelligent infinity, fractaling and finding, just like the heartbeat, lub, dub, fractal, find, lub, dub, Fractal, find, systolic, diastolic, fractal, find, lub, dub, 
that is endlessly self-comprehending. So the two best words, and this is really deeply influenced by Bentinho Massaro, intelligent and comprehending. Intelligent and comprehending. Your nature is intelligent infinity. Self-comprehending its infinitude. Yay! Woo! <laughs> and the nature of that intelligent infinity is Sat Chidananda. It's existence, consciousness, bliss, truth, consciousness, bliss, causeless joy, imperturbable peace. As Rupert Spira taught us a year ago, and only really today, do I feel that true Satchitananda that's been talked about for millennia. Totally causelessly joyful, a blissful, peaceful, cellular equanimity, unshakability. That is your true nature. Woo! All right, he time for the first visual. Woo! Okay, so this one has become really exciting because you see it here that light getting prismatically refracted into the seven colors slash densities slash do re mi fa so la ti do re mi fa so la ti or Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Which, named after mm -hmm, the moon, the sun, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. Ha-ha! If you dig into the anthropology and the archaeology, those are the seven celestial bodies that are visible. So thousands of years ago, as we were figuring out what to do about structuring the illusion of time, that's what we did. Seven days of the week. So, now we shall visualize. What you get is 
the Ouroboros blended together with light being prismatically refracted and the solenoidal yin and yang electromagnetic ascension towards an attractor all that blended together and we've talked about this a lot in our first book high level perception at highlevelperception.com you can take a look at it so let's take a look together and this is all encompassingly intelligent infinity Okay, so what we have here to start is we have the very clear source, white light refracting and we'll go ahead and put our handy dandy diamond of awareness okay so Again, this is the first attribute of the attributeless absolute. So the Nirguna Brahman, the attributeless, first attribute, Saguna Brahman, is awareness. It's the agent, the observer, the witness. You. You. Me. Us. Yay! The one shared eternal awareness. Now, these over here, and again, this is all intelligent infinity, okay? This over here, and I can actually probably write that here, So this is also radiating like the sun.
And so now let's describe that ascensionary density process. So just like the solenoid, just like the electromagnetic flux between two poles, that ascends towards an attractor, which is the mathematics that a complex system evolves towards, leveraging things like automata, self-making technologies like a cell that undergoes a process of reaching a checkpoint and then undergoing mitosis to divide which is how you turn from a zygote into a 30 trillion celled human adult the attractor is at the godhead of this ouroboros Okay, so there's our little godhead. And now we illustrate what are the densities as well. And so we have things like the the classical first to seventh. And again, when you visualize this as colors, which it'll be helpful for us to do. Our handy dandy marker box. Yay! Marker box. I feel like that blissful, playful child back in elementary school. Back in those youthful years when you could take the marker box and be like, Yay! Marker box! Or you can celebrate this joyfully. Because that's your true nature. 
not some agitated adult wearing a suit and tie in the economic machine doing a nine to five because you got a 30 year mortgage to impress people you don't even like with a house and a car and a watch. Wake the fuck up. Liberate yourself from Maya, from the illusion, from the 3D matrix, which we'll talk about here in the third density. So we got our handy dandy red, our handy dandy orange. And then we go to the yellow. Oh yeah, and then some of the smell. This one's Banana? <laughs> Soon we'll be able to leverage our metaverse technologies for you to be able to even smell this. Okay. Our yellow... On we go to our green. This is really important. This represents the heart. This represents love. When you ascend to this level from yellow to green is super profound. All right, let's do a lighter blue. Then we'll do our now maybe quite a darker blue this one looks good we can go with this one that classic darker blue yeah cool And then our violet. All right. So that's really important that we now have that visualized. Yay. All right. So, if you check out things like the law of one, go to lawofone.info, 
you will find an incredible amount of metaphysical truth. Now, the way that they explain this seven density ascent is very, very beautiful. And we'll go ahead and go over that briefly here, and then we'll combine that with some of the other methods. So a elevation, an ascension across these densities, as is very much agreed upon in many ways by even science and evolution and the analysis of form infinity, where we have, so funny to juxtapose this with the previous show we did on Causeless Joy. It's like both silly playfulness and we will now be talking about the seven densities. It's so funny. So as science and the analysis of form has also concluded that we spent a tremendous amount of time in the Big Bang and evolution towards the point of getting a rock, a celestial body that orbits a sun. And somewhere around four and a half billion years ago, that process of rock ended up over a span of again, another billion or so years creating the first cells, cellular organisms, which we have a large hypothesis came from the geothermal unlockings from the molten core of the planet, of the rock. And then that slowly over time that that rock obviously became from single cell to multi-cell that then even this Cambrian explosion period several hundred million years ago, and then unlocking us all the way up to these trees and plants over the last hundred or so million years, and even all the way up to dinosaurs that then 66 million years ago get wiped out, creating enough of a opening for these chimps to become the dominant species in the last million 
or so years evolving from that plant and animal second density again so from first rock to second with plant and animal and then up we go to the human so if you look at things like chromosome 2a and 2b fusing in the chimp and if you look at things like the fox p2 protein enabling language and if you look at things like the stoned ape hypothesis around us enabling that accelerated evolution given consuming entheogens like magic mushrooms that we get to this third density this human density now this is very highly sought after obviously because you become self-aware you become aware that you're aware you become aware that you have choice that you have will That when you're exposed to the choice of do I serve myself or do I serve other people, which we'll talk about as STS, service to self, versus STO, service to others, you have will, you have choice, you have polarity, right? So self-awareness and polarity. This is typically what's also called the third density or 3D matrix. So when people talk about the matrix, they're referencing something, of course, that's also used in mathematics, but they're talking about it in a sense of the government, in terms of the economic machinery, in terms of politicians, in terms of propaganda, in terms of all of the main media companies, in terms of all of the fast food and high fructose corn syrup and all of the endarkenment and asleepening mechanisms that keep people like algorithmic sheep rather than liberated sovereign gnostic beings that know their true infinite nature And that's really what is core here when you go from the third to the fourth density is it's typically the what is called in many ways the first stage of enlightenment, which is when you recognize that I am not a contracted, finite, separate energy, egoic. I'm not that. And you sort of relax and expand yourself into a more cosmic consciousness. You begin recognizing a little bit more subtly that, okay, well, we all come from the same source. We all come from that same Big Bang. And our awareness then is also shared like our sources. And I become more subtly aware of awareness itself 
and I recognize that the observer, the witness, is paramount. It's salient. It's critical. Just like I reference in my dream at night that I have, I can't actually simulate out that dream and have that experience without an observer, without a witness, without awareness. So there is awareness simulated and the reality for awareness to experience. So look at your direct experience at night when you simulate out the dreams and recognize the poignancy, the paramountness of the observer, of the witness, of awareness itself. And then take that here, away from that dream into your awake state and recognize that same paramountness, okay? So you are the creator. And you are the awareness. And you are the unique firework. That is your unique gift and expression. That's why the first part is called neti neti. Not this, not that. You negate being this costume you negate being even awareness so that you can recognize yourself as the creator you can recognize pierce the veilless veil the gateless gate to that as your true nature and then step one is that neti neti step two is the inclusion so in step two you include yourself as the creator as the impersonal eternal awareness and as the unique cool firework gift costume so the ascension from third to fourth includes that moving away from person into moving more and more towards the cosmic consciousness and it is really critical here you move away from service to self dynamics where you want to self-deal to yourself. You're trying to extract peace and happiness from maya, from the illusion, from substances and experiences and other people. Two, now you recognize that your nature is happiness and peace. Awareness is nature is that the creator's nature is that so you no longer try and extract it from Maya rather you become in service because you recognize the quote other is actually the self is the creator. So that way you become in service to others or STO instead of STS.
So that's really the core of where we're at right now. So cosmically speaking, we are... So again, this was Do, Re, Mi. We're in the Mi to Fa. And in that Mi to Fa, we have to remember that there's a polarity there. There's no sharp. And so the polarity is the service to self versus the service to other. And so the quote 3.5 is where a lot of people are currently feeling right now. Our role as people that care a lot about service to others, that care a lot about love, awakening to the fourth density of love, which again, these are the chakras as well, that this fourth chakra is the heart chakra. And when you open the heart chakra, that's when you get love, you get cosmic consciousness, you get the recognition that we share our being, which is what the definition of love is. So this is so mission critical. When we talk about things like global enlightenment, or when we talk about the planetary awakening, we're talking about shifting people from human, third density, service to self, to fourth density, love, service to others. Expanding them from person to more of a shepherding of consciousness. Okay, so then rather than getting into a lot of the nuances here, I'm just gonna briefly go over these. So what happens is that love typically becomes overly zealous and carries too much martyrdom with it. And so what you get is you get a lot of people that have experienced this where they go out with their love and then they go out with their love to very egoic levels of service to self-consciousness and they get, they get slapped. And they recognize after enough suffering, similarly, when you go from third density to fourth density, suffering is the drill sergeant of awakening. Once you shift from the feather trying to wake you up to the sledgehammer coming, you awaken. Similarly with love, when you get the sledgehammer enough times, you recognize wisdom. Now, wisdom is when you learn how to gracefully, kindly, gently, intelligently say no. When you learn how to create distance. So love can be overly zealous and martyrdom and wisdom is balancing that out. And saying, no, I'm not going to go overzealously deliver my awakening to egoic service to self 
levels of consciousness, mind-body-spirit complexes. Instead, I'm going to wisely distance myself and create more of a love and wisdom ascending. They go back and forth in their ascension until they become one in the unity state. So love and wisdom go up and merge together into one, the unity state. This is also known as the mirror state. This is a highly advanced state. And this is when you could say that you're extremely pure. You are purely channeling God's love light. You are purely channeling God's love light. You have stripped away your conditioning. You've stripped away your psychology. You've stripped away the, quote, unit. So the Atlas unit. You've stripped that away like snakeskin. Shed. Shed. So now you see everything as only the creator. You see everything as only God's love light. That love light awareness interplaying with itself. Leela, the divine play. So these are very, very advanced levels of consciousness. And then when you get up to this God state, what happens is, is that you turn everything over that you've learned in this creationary ascent. And that's when the do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti. Do, just like that. So, again, just remember that you can also describe this as ego so you, a lot of time when you look at somebody's eyes you can see that the pupil itself is the shared awareness right that's why your pupil and my pupil and all of our pupils are that same shared black awareness Yet the iris, which is the unique coloration around the pupil, is unique for all of us, which is that unique firework, that unique gift, that unique individuation, the unique expression of intelligent infinity. And so in this process of going this fractaling, what's happening is, is that you can envision the irises being colored from ego to enlightenment. So again, the vast majority of people are in a state of sort of being colored as this yellow around their pupil. So they have yellow irises. Some people in many ways are still hyper egoically service to self. And then you can tell based on the people you interact with, based on their vibration their frequency 
based on their level of consciousness, based on their causeless joy and imperturbable peace, based on their sunlight that's radiating, you can tell if God's love light is purely emanating. That That's when they have irises colored green, blue, indigo, violet, etc. So this is the first critical visualization and again there's the refraction into the octaves of creation awareness being the first and last attribute the power to know a gradiented ascent from ego to enlightenment So I'm going to bring up the second visual here in a moment. I want to share a bit about this first and last attribute and power to know. So again, awareness is the first attribute. And awareness is what observes witnesses experiences as the power to know the 10,000 things. So this is the 10,000 things. This is endless finity, endless form, endless identity, endless costumes. This is the endless costumes. Awareness is what we share that is eternal, the first attribute. And as we sort of shed our onion layers of identity and form, what we get to is we get to the same awareness that is also the last attribute. So when you're doing neti neti, not this, not that, and you shed your onion layers. So the first onion layers you shed are, okay, well, I'm not time. I'm not ego. I'm not separation, I'm not finity, I'm not form, I'm not my name, I'm not my ethnicity, I'm not my career, I'm none of those things. Okay, so what am I? Well, I'm this subtle, formless awareness itself. We share our source, we share our awareness. Okay. And so we all get to the same place, which is awareness. So after you shed all of your attributes, you get to the last attribute. So that's why it's the first and the last attribute. And once you shed even the last attribute of awareness itself, you turn awareness into an object and you transcend even that. That's when you arrive at this ineffable, absolute, perfect. And that is this this is that you are that you are the absolute I assure you you are that realize that 
abide as that. Deepen it until it becomes your direct experience. I am the absolute. I am the creator. I am intelligent infinity endlessly fractaling and finding. I am also the nothingness, shunya, the void, stillness. And I'm beyond both. I'm beyond everything and nothing. I'm beyond birth and death. I'm beyond coming and going. Absolute, timeless, free, perfection. So, awareness, again, as that first and last attribute, and also that fractaling into 10,000 things, and we can begin where we share that that 10,000 things is not only in the objects, in the perceptions and sensations and emotions and feelings and beliefs, but it's also the individuals. So you get the individuals... You get the individuals that are the result of that fractaling and then they feel separate. And then that's where you get Maya, which is the illusion, the intoxication that you get tempted by experiences and relationships and substances and material i'm going to get a physical car i'm going to get a physical watch a physical house a physical boat a physical plane and then i'm going to be happy Mm -hmm. the classic story and that's when you get the parable of the prodigal son So, in the classic example of the parable of the prodigal son, and I'm going to go ahead and illustrate this as well.
it will be better to keep them as two. I can try to merge them into one. Let me see. I'm going to do them as two. All right. So the first, and we'll get to the parable of the prodigal son here. The first fractaling we will showcase like this. So that's your So that's your fractaling. And so that's where you get the that's where you get the individuation, the separation, the Maya, and the parable of the prodigal son. So let's go ahead and visualize that as well. And then let's do it right here.
So there's your breaking point. Right here, the parable of the prodigal son breaking point. And it's an archetype. The individual cannot go further than that point. It's an archetype. It's the furthest a story can be told. It's the furthest a metaphysical, mythological, archetypal experience of the nature of reality can be told. And so you venture all the way out until suffering as a separate, finite, egoic, contracted, individuated energy that's trying to serve itself from Maya, from the illusion, gets hit by the suffering sledgehammer to the point where it goes, I'm done. I'm done trying to extract peace and happiness from Maya. I'm done. So enough suffering has happened. I'm done. Suffering is the greatest teacher, as is nature. And so then the turn inward happens, becoming aware of awareness itself. And that's the second step. So that's that's finding. So you start with the fractaling. Let me do the finding. So two is finding so you have in many ways the fractaling out so that should visually make sense fractaling out like the lub the systolic, the systole, and the dub, the diastolic, the diastole. Lub, dub, lub, dub, lub, dub, lub, dub, lub, dub. What is 
really critical is that what is meant by finding is what has been talked about by the mystics for thousands of years. What does mysticism mean? It means becoming one. With what? With God. With what? With the absolute. What does yoga mean? It means union. Union with what? With God. With the absolute. What does hinosis mean of the Greeks? The same. Becoming one with God. With the absolute. Again, this is so fun, the juxtaposition here in this video. <laughs> in the previous one, the causeless joy one. <laughs> in yoga, in union, mysticism, hinosis, what the Sufis meant by wadat al-wujud is the unity of all finding, meaning that every single one of these individuated fractal expressions of intelligent infinity has their own unique style of finding, their own unique taste of finding. So you might taste a chicken soup as you commune back with the infinite, and I might taste a beet salad as I commune back with the infinite. There's endless tastes of food, endless combinations of food. All 8 billion of us are getting a unique taste of food, a unique entree, if you will, in our union, in our recognizing ourselves as intelligent infinity, as the creator. And that's also very closely resembled by the different paths, the many paths one end, all of the different faces and paths to the one end. There are retreats, there are books, there are aphorisms, there are entheogens, there are all these different combinations of the different traditions and whatnot. And all of us will have our own unique style of finding. Okay? So that's what's meant by your unique style or taste of reuniting and abiding. So you reunite... And you abide. You abide as awareness, as impersonal, eternal awareness. You abide as the creator. You abide as intelligent infinity.
fractaling, breaking point, parable of the prodigal son, yoga, finding, the turn inward. What happens when you recognize your true nature? Well, then we go to number three. So the fractal and find are the main components, but you can add the third, the firework as well to celebrate uniqueness, to celebrate individuation, to celebrate the gift, to celebrate the unique costume, which is why the West in individuation is not wrong but that it needs to be synthesized with the East and with non-duality. All right, so there's our fireworking. And so then that fireworking 
it comes as Wu Wei, as Lao Tzu said. It comes as effortless action. When you try and self-actualize, when you try and firework without knowing your true nature, guess what happens? You treat other people like they are different. You treat other people like they are finite, separate, egoic, self-dealing entities. You don't know your true nature. You don't know them and you as source. You don't know yourselves as the one infinite creator. So inevitably, you're going to catalyze suffering. No matter how awesome of an entrepreneur you are, you're going to catalyze suffering because you don't know your true nature. Duh. That's why 2,500 years ago, the number one Delphic maxim written on the top of the Temple of Apollo at Delphi was know thyself. Two words, know thyself. If you know yourself as intelligent infinity, as the one infinite creator, you know everyone as that. And then when you know everyone as that, you can literally be in a place of da 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 service to others you can unlock the fourth density heart chakra because you know your true nature you know that serving others is god's love light so it becomes that pure service as god's love light Leela, you recognize everything as that divine play of Leela, and you channel only God's love light. You purify yourself over and over and over again. As Bentinho Massaro said at the Shift into Permanent Alignment retreat in Costa Rica in March, he became a self-purification engine, constantly calling himself out on all of his twists and layers of deception. That's what has to happen in order for you and I and all of us that are in this process of ascending to the fourth density and beyond to really purely become in service to others. Truly. You're not trying to gratify some sort of selfishness in a hidden way. Vigilance, watching every single one of your frames, every one of your patterns in behavior, truly knowing yourself to that degree so you can honestly purify yourself to that God's love light Leela, truly. To see everything as the creator and to see everything as being in the purest service. Purest service. As is said in karma yoga. That you focus on getting nothing in return. No fruits. No attachment at all. You're just selflessly watering the seeds 
not expecting the fruits, not expecting to sit in the shade. And this was also talked about with Bentinho Massaro and Anurag Gupta on the Mirror Talks podcast, where the prioritization of the roots, focus on your roots, focus on where you're coming from, purify where you're coming from. Naturally, if you focus on service to others and purifying relentlessly, vigilantly where you're coming from, purifying your roots, inevitably, naturally, you will experience more and more of God's love light. You will experience more and more of intelligent infinity of the one infinite creator's true nature, true, selfless, loving, blissful, peaceful, wise, playful nature. Beautiful. This has been fun and I hope valuable. So again, the heartbeat of intelligent infinity, the very heartbeat, as you see in the title here of the show, is the fractal and the find, the very lub-dub, just like our own heart that beats a hundred thousand times a day. Two and a half billion times in around an 82 or so year lifetime. That the same way that you go lub with the oxygenated blood and you go dub with that deoxygenated blood. Lub, dub. The same way that that cycles in your alveoli in your lungs, the oxygenated and the deoxygenated. That's why it's called prana. That's why it's called the life force. The breath is that life force. It's here with us all the time. It's even used as the primary tool in the mystic traditions to unite yourself with God with the absolute, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but you use the breath to stop the fluctuations of your mind. 
And in doing so, you create a pause. So you become the witness, the observer. You become more of the awareness and less of the clouds that appear and disappear of thoughts and emotions and perceptions. And you become more of the sky of awareness in which they arise and dissolve. The very breath and heart are so deeply interconnected. That's how you move the oxygenated blood. That's how you take the deoxygenated blood and you cycle that back out into the environment, which then becomes further in the cycle absorbed by phytoplankton and trees, which then oxygenate it that you then inhale. So you see there's even a heartbeat component on a planetary level. You exist in a soup. You exist in a soup. You are dependent, interdependent. As the creator expressing itself as awareness, experiencing this creation, you are doing so via a very interdependent relationship between your heart, your lungs, the planetary oxygenation with the phytoplankton and the trees. You can even get from the third to the fourth density through an understanding of physicalism, oneness. You can even get to a state of more cosmic consciousness through even understanding at a scientific level how interdependent we are on the phytoplankton and trees. See, you can even use science and form and matter infinity. You can use them to recognize physicalism oneness and to unlock that heart chakra in fourth density love because then you become in love with the interdependence. You become in love with the phytoplankton in the trees. You become in love with your 100,000 heartbeats every single day. You become in love with everyone's 100,000 heartbeats every single day. And you become a really good steward. You become a really good shepherd for the global awakening, for planetary enlightenment, for maximizing human potential. So there's that very lub-dub, the very fractaling and finding of intelligent infinity, the one infinite creator, endlessly, endlessly, creatively, anarchically, perfectly, freely. And you'll never come to the end. 
The same way that you'll never come to the end of all of the different ways that you can color a blank canvas or all of the different ways that you can arrange musical notes into a song or all of the different ways that you can arrange images into a movie or all of the different ways that you can arrange food into recipes or all of the different ways that you can vibrate your vocal cords to make language. Потому что я могу говорить по-русски вочас, и yo puedo hablar en español también. And so you can see there's these different vibrations for languages. And there's 7,000 of them on the planet. You'll never come to the end of all of the different ways you can color a blank canvas. You'll never come to the end of all of the different ways you can arrange musical notes into a song. You'll never come to the end of all the different ways you can put images into a movie, all the different ways you can put food into recipes, all of the different ways you can vibrate vocal cords as languages. You'll never even get to the end of all of the different ways that you can modulate a screen. Take the screen that you're watching this on right now. Watch how it's modulating. And guess what? When you switch from YouTube and you switch into Google Calendar, there's a modulation. When you switch into your text messages, boom, there's another modulation. You'll never come to the end of all the different ways that you can modulate a screen either. So if you leverage this understanding of infinity, you will recognize that you'll never come to the end of all of the ways that you will fractal yourself out as individuals wearing unique costumes of different form and different identity. And you'll never come to the end of all of the beautiful ways, styles, tastes of finding. The way that I tasted my finding in this creative exploration was, Mwah! it was so beautiful, so beautiful. The most profound experience of my life and being compounded several times, more and more Satori deepening. <sighs> and that's what's meant by Wadat al Wujud, the unity of all finding, all of the unique ways of finding all the unique styles, the unique tastes of finding that each of us are experiencing. And you'll never come to the end of that fractaling and finding all of the different ways to make fractally costumes of identity and form and all of the different ways that they find themselves as intelligent infinity, as the one infinite creator, all of the different styles, the different tastes 
of recognizing their true nature, piercing the veilless veil, walking through the gateless gate, popping the bubbleless bubble. As Adi Shankara said 1300 years ago, I am in my village, but I need a road to get to my village. Or as Rumi said, you go from room to room looking for the diamond that's already around your neck. You are already the absolute. And yet it remains for you to recognize, to remember that you are that. And that's the cosmic joke. Ha! <laughs> So remember that. Remember that fractal find, that lub-dub, lub-dub. It was really beautiful for me at Bentinho Massaro's Shift into Permanent Alignment retreat in Costa Rica about three to four now weeks ago. Because... What happened is that a lot of the realization that I'm talking about right now around intelligent infinity and the very fractaling and finding nature came to me while we were doing a satsang, sadhana. We were having multiple times throughout the day and especially in our evening hangouts we were in our gatherings abiding so we would sit both playfully and jokingly humorously childlike awe playfulness satchitananda and yet at the same time, we would go through these periods of silence, of meditation, of turning inward. And the field that would arise when we were all tuned inward like that was mwah, super alchemical, super catalytic of abiding in the highest states. And Bentinho has also refined a really strong spiritual music playlist. And so I've also started undergoing a similar process of curating some of the best, most conducive music to the alchemical container, to that collective field, igniting. And so on one of the days in the night when we were doing this process, 
there were about a dozen, a little bit more than that, people gathered around a table at night as we were doing nearly every night. And that there was the intuitive calling to go and lay down on the ground a little bit away from the table and away from people as we all went into that abiding process with really good music. And what happened was a very massive nervous system communion with intelligent infinity fractaling and finding. And so I as intelligent infinity, as the one infinite creator, directly experienced myself undergoing the process of fractaling and finding endlessly. All of the infinite possibilities, me being the source of those infinite possibilities, and tasting all of the different findings that were happening, like at the speed of which a hummingbird flaps its wings. Happening at that speed, just tasting all of that finding as that intelligent infinity, fractaling, finding, fractaling, finding with num 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 and of course, also feeling all of the Maya and feeling all of the parable of the prodigal son and feeling all of the sledgehammers as well. And so there's this massive, just like nervous system, just, just felt so beautiful and divine. And so that's why the idea of fractaling and finding is so simple, so explain like I'm five, and so analogous, so beautifully resemblant of our heart. That's why it's the heartbeat of intelligent infinity, just like it's the heartbeat here as Above, so below, ultimately one. Absolute and relative, ultimately one. And then there was a very profound process of sort of after that shedding, as I also talked about in this video, shedding snakeskin, shedding the identity and the form, shedding the costume, shedding what felt like much of the final bits of the form, of the identity, of the costume of this Atlas unit and shedding all of that afterward like snakeskin and then shooting that off into this black hole on the oceanic horizon. And there was again one of those massive nervous system just <gasps> And that's what happens when God's love light 
becomes really purely pouring through. And that's what was created by that alchemical container, by the whole team. They enabled that. And that's why they're world class. That's why you should definitely check out more of the Global Enlightenment retreat that they just posted. The Mirror Talks podcast that they just posted. You can go and get access to the Costa Rica Shift into Permanent Alignment Retreat. I highly recommend getting access to that and watching it. You can join the No Limits Mentorship in Society, which are incredible. The team is world class. And like we mentioned during the episode, there's been a lot of that purification engine by them all undergoing that alchemical process together frequently, right? When you have satsang and sadhana, they speed up because you're communing and abiding quite rapidly and reflecting to each other the purifications in a very ascensionary way. And that's why many of the retreat attendees were very excited about their time in that ascensionary alchemical ascension, purification, reflecting God's love light, yet also felt after they left out of the container that that the container itself, the satsang and sadhana that's going on, that very disciplined style of ascending and abiding in alchemistry and reflecting to each other for purification is something that many people at the retreat are architecting now for themselves. So the shift into permanent alignment to God's love light away from your personhood and conditioning and your ego needing to force its point of view into everything. The egoic hitchhiker purified out of the car aligned with God's love light to the extent at which you now become a better architect where you're gravitating towards you only highest levels of consciousness to architect with. That's what the shift is. You can only build an architect now with those that know their true nature at that level because there's not going to be that egoic hitchhiker that needs to force its point of view, this righteous point of view that creates holes in the ship. And I also got that reflected to me. It was one of the most important parts of my experience at the retreat was getting reflected to me that there is still purification that needs to be done so that the Atlas unit slash costume slash form slash identity slash ego does not need to force its point of view in some sort of a needing or a lacking way to create a hole in the ship. 
And that's why they're creating a very Navy SEALs style boot camp of purification to ensure that in this macro level vision of igniting the global awakening, that there's no holes made in the ship. And again, the more that you undergo the process here of refining your service to others, purifying your service to others, ascending towards these higher densities, the more you channel purely God's love light, purely. You see everything as God's love light, and there's never coming from a place of lack or need, but it's only coming from a place of love and light, of radiating sunlight, karma yoga, no expectations of fruits, just in pure service, playfully, blissfully, joyfully, peacefully. If that resonates with you, the lub dub fractal find of intelligent infinity, leverage that as something that you tune into as direct experience of your true nature. Because Bentinho and the team and many of these highest level spiritual mystics have made it clear that it's not about taking what resonates and then going and seeking more that resonates and seeking more that resonates and seeking more that resonates and consuming and consuming and consuming, but rather take the one, just like the calling, that single-minded focus, in this case for me, really abiding as intelligent infinity, fractaling and finding, abiding as the one infinite creator, abiding as the impersonal, eternal, great I am awareness. Abiding as this is that, that is this. These core concepts are like the calling. You want to very single-mindedly hone in on what really resonates with you and not just oh, move on to the next thing. Hone in. So if this resonates, hone in. Lub, dub, fractal, find. Lub, dub, fractal, find. Cool. All right. Beyond endless transience and beyond nothing happening. Absolutely, timelessly, free, ineffable perfection. When you look, the classic phrase of Nisargatata Maharaj, love says I am everything, wisdom says I am nothing, and my life flows between the two. So love is the endless transience, Leela, this play. This is the absolute everythingness, the all that isness, the great I amness witnessing all of this endlessly. 
And then you have this very voidness, this very nothingness, this very shunya, this very stillness, this very nirguna brahman, attributeless, agentless, the nothing happening. You are beyond nothing happening and you are beyond everything happening. You're beyond endless transience and you're beyond nothing happening. You are absolutely, timelessly, free, ineffable perfection. And I highly recommend reading, again, the Law of One, lawofone.info. You can also watch the video on our channel about the Law of One and the Seven Densities. We'll be making more content about the Law of One soon. And you can also watch Bentinho's videos on the Law of One as well. And one of the core aspects that was also mentioned in the Law of One is that we've been refining our creativity as intelligent infinity. As in, we've underwent a process of vehicular improvement. So when you think about this creatively, this mind-body-spirit complex that are these individuated fractales, that those have been refined over time. This vehicle has been refined over time to be what it is in this creative expression. And the reason why is because, as you see here in this next part, that the wandering outward, the turning inward, finding itself endlessly in the process of knowing yourself, accepting yourself, and becoming the creator, that entire process, and even the process of the quiet, the process of learning Yogas Chitta Vritti Nirodha, as told by Patanjali 2,000 years ago, that union, yoga, is simply the cessation of the fluctuations of mind. Use the breath. <sighs> Recognize yourself as the sky that watches the thoughts and the perceptions and sensations and emotions and beliefs arise and disappear. And when you create that pause and that juxtaposition, you stop the fluctuations of the mind and you recognize yourself as the subtle formless awareness itself, as the I am. And you recognize that that is shared and eternal. And you recognize yourself as that which creates awareness and that which creates realities. And that enables the union with the absolute, which you already are, yet it remains for you to recognize it. And so the vehicle itself is refined to a point. This entire creation is refined to a point where there is maximum alchemistry happening there's maximum learning there's maximum leela maximum play maximal lessons happening so the vehicle of the fractally separation has been maximized and refined 
so that when you get to the stage of this third density yellowness of the STS service to self versus STO service to other, that it becomes this really alchemical playground that is highly sought after by those that want to incarnate for the most intense, mind-blowing, playful experience. This is the absolute. This is the coolest, most fun game possible in town. We've literally created a veiling mechanism for ourselves to forget, to hide, and then seek and remember. A veilless veil, a gateless gate. One infinite, one intelligent infinity able to veillessly veil itself, to undergo the process of amnesia and then anamnesia, forgetting and remembering. Lub, dub, fractal, find, fractal, find, fractal, find. And so we've refined this entire creation and we've also refined the vehicle, this mind, body, spirit complex itself. It's a super profound point for those that understand it, for those that recognize the profundity of it. And so simply relax into your natural state. Take the time to relax. Use the breath to relax back into awareness itself. Pure, bare, empty awareness. The very fact I am, I exist. Before any description, before any symbolization. Just the perfection of timeless being itself. The presence energy. And as you relax into that natural state of yours, you will over time do these gym repetitions where you become more and more subtly aware of yourself as that impersonal eternal sky of I am awareness. And you'll be less and less distorted and distracted and attracted into the clouds of thoughts and emotions and feelings and perceptions and beliefs and maya, the intoxication of form and identity and ego and separation and seeking peace and happiness externally. And so these are gym repetitions. Relax back into that natural state of the I am awareness, the impersonal and eternal and then recognize that the natural state that is right there, that is Sat Chidananda. That is existence consciousness bliss. That is peace consciousness bliss. Truth consciousness bliss. Imperturbable equanimity, causeless joy. That is the natural state. And then you bring that peace and happiness as the radiating sun of God's love light with you in the tantric tradition you weave your enlightened realizations into the social fabric and that's how you maximize human potential you maximize your own 
knowing yourself. And then you radiate out like God's love light as the sun selflessly. The sun never asking for anything in return, endlessly radiating love light. And you radiate out to your family, your friends, coworkers, community, people online, the world. And that's how we awaken as a planet. That's how we enlighten as a planet. Through consciousness, through elevating consciousness away from personhood towards shepherding, towards stewarding the planetary awakening. And you can even turn that impersonal I am that's eternal into an object rather than a formless subject. And you can transcend even that very last attribute of the agent itself to what is completely attributeless and agentless, the absolute. And you can practice that process. This is your natural state, is to recognize yourself as intelligent infinity, as the one infinite creator. And then include awareness and then include your unique costume, your unique firework, your unique gift that you're bringing. But you're doing it from a place of pure God's love light, pure intelligent infinity, service to others. And that's a nice little meditation into relaxing into our natural state. Similarly to how a flower blossoms towards the sun or similarly to how a caterpillar undergoes metamorphosis and becomes a butterfly. It's effortless. It's effortless. Recognize that you are the same. You are the flower that is blossoming to the sun. You are the caterpillar undergoing metamorphosis into the butterfly. You are that. Let go. Surrender. Become more like the planetary hydrological cycle, just effortlessly flowing. Relax into intelligent infinity. Relax into the truth. Relax into the faith and conviction that you're aligned to calling to the absolute highest service to others purely as God's love light is going to naturally unfold just like the flower blossoms to the sun. And this is exactly why Johann Wolfgang von Goethe has one of my favorite quotes, which is that 
light becoming prismatically refracted into the visible light spectrum and metamorphosis of the caterpillar becoming the butterfly, those two things are proof that the ultimate educational lecture lies in the artist's sphere of work. This phenomenon and the phenomenon of metamorphosis are proof that the ultimate educational lecture lies in the artist's sphere of work, which is exactly why I have that obsessive calling around distilling our true nature into art. And that's what I did with high-level perception, and that's what I'm going to continue doing because it's so fun. It's my child bliss expressing itself. It's the unique fireworking. But refining that from a place of pure love light, of pure service, rather than needing to fulfill some sort of egoic kink of needing to prove that this Atlas unit knows something. You see the difference. It's very subtle. It's very subtle. So Intelligent Infinity wants you. Intelligent Infinity has the GPS callback. This is the dub. And I love that term by Bentinho Massaro, GPS callback. It's such a good way to put it. That is that fractaling, the lub, the dub, the finding. The finding itself is the GPS callback. Lub, dub, lub, dub. There's this GPS callback. And then it fireworks from purity. And this is why desire for creator realization and purification are in that North Star position of the highest desire. The more that you intensify your desire, the more you remove all the obstacles. People don't want it bad enough. That's why Nisargatsta Maharaj and Siddhara Meshwar Maharaj obsessively, compulsively talked about earnestness earnestness is key you have to fucking want it hardcore how bad do you want to create or realize how bad do you want to know your true nature how bad do you want to pierce the veilless veil get through that gateless gate how badly do you want to purify your intention of where you're coming from so that you can be of the highest service as god's love light rather than be fulfilling some sort of egoic kink, distortion. How badly do you want to solely bring pure sun radiance with you everywhere? And so what is in that desire position? And how bad do you want it? How much earnestness do you have towards it? The more that I intensified my desire 
for knowing my true nature in the last five years, how it increased like a power law in terms of how much I was desiring it in the year 2020. Whew. The reason why I broke through was because in 2020, I did nothing but desire my true nature. Nothing but that. Nothing but that. It's the only thing I did. But most people don't want to dedicate 80 hours a week to knowing their true nature. But guess what happens when you fucking do? You break through fast as fuck. Intensify your North Star desire and watch the obstacles dissolve. Watch your earnestness increase and watch you pierce the veilless veil faster. And as you do so, you become a much better expression of intelligent infinity in this collective shared creationary dreamed exploration. Don't you want to know your true nature? Don't you want to know your true nature? Don't you want to know yourself as the creator? Don't you want to know your true nature? So you're on an endless river and the river is an illusion. You're fucking hilarious. Intelligent infinity is so funny. You're on this endless river of becoming, ascending in all of these dreamed creations. And yet, this endless river itself is an illusion. And your complete nothingness, voidness, shunya, stillness, as your everything, all that is. All possibilities, infinite possibilities, the source of that. The endless fractaling and finding, and yet the immovability behind that. You're hilarious. You're the cosmic joke. It's gorgeous. The beyond everything and nothing. The beyond all coming and going, beyond all birth and death. Just the absolute, timelessly free and perfect. And these are great quotes from Bentinho from The Retreat. The infinite mystery getting to know slash play with itself. If it can open and close, it's not the heart.
Manus multe cor unum, many hands, one heart. Intelligent infinity is that one heart, the one infinite creator, the one heart. Endless form, endless creativity, endless appearances, endless costumes, one heart. One heart. One heart. One heart. One heart. One heart. Just one heart. So simple. Ah, great. So we'll wrap. So again, intelligent infinity, the source of infinite possibilities, infinite self-comprehension of the infinite, intelligent and comprehensive, refracting into this octave of creation, awareness being that first and the last attribute, this very solenoidal polarity electromagnetic ascension towards this attractor for the complex system the godhead this being so critical unlocking that heart chakra from yellow to green service to others And the lub dub, lub dub, fractal find firework, fractal find firework, fract, fractal find firework, fractal find firework. Fractal, parable of prodigal son, breaking point, finding. Yoga, union, firework, wu-wei, effortlessly, purely as God's love light, expressing yourself as the unique gift, the unique firework. All of the different possibilities, all the different tastes, styles of union, wadat al-wujud. And that's it. Listen back in on that meditation around relaxing into your natural state. Listen back in on the unpacking of intelligent infinity, both here and here. Go and read 
the law of one you can find the link in the bio below to that you can find also the video on our channel where we break it down the seven densities and Bentinho has great videos on that as well I'm so grateful for that alchemical container and how it enabled this fractal find realization of intelligent infinity and just recognizing that that is what we are talking about we want to create more alchemical containers for the ascension from the third density towards that fourth density of love of cosmic consciousness to service to others So let's hone in on that as we hone in on the global awakening, the planetary enlightenment. If the video brought you value, I would love for you to like the video. It helps the YouTube algorithm. If you haven't yet subscribed to the channel, And share the video with people that you feel like this would resonate with so that more people can remember, recognize themselves as intelligent infinity, as the one infinite creator. It's mission critical. It's paramount. Elevating consciousness is our ticket to creating the largest butterfly effect on this collective creation. And I'd love to hear how you feel about this show on Intelligent Infinity and the Fractal and Finding. Let me know how you feel in the comments below. I'd love to hear from you. The community is strong here with simulation. Adore you infinitely. Thank you. Thanks for being here. I highly recommend checking out Mirror Talks podcast by Bentinho Massaro as well. Super strong. Great job by them and the team. Super great. Corey played a massive role in that. Corey Katuna. Also Anurag. Gupta played a big role in that. Kelly Broderick as well. And the production team and whatnot. And read The Law of One. It'll really help. It'll help a lot. Lawof1.info. The link's in the bio below. Give that a read. It'll help a lot. I release control. And surrender to the flow of love that will heal me. I release control and surrender to the flow of love 
that will heal me. <clears throat> it's been a favorite song of mine recently. I release control and surrender to the flow of love that will heal me. I release control and surrender to the flow of love that will heal me. Thank you.